Coming right up, Straight Talk with Art Levine, a report from Washington, D.C., with our Congressman Dana Rohrabacher. Opinions expressed in the following program do not necessarily reflect the views of Charter Communications nor its sponsors. We recognize our obligation to present opposing points of view by responsible spokespersons. For information, please contact the director of program. She stands in the face of evil and will not lose hope or faith. America, the land of freedom, is still the home of the brave. So raise the Great Talk is brought to you in part by Southern California Edison. For over 100 years, life powered by Edison. The Press-Telegram, your local news leader for over 100 years. Join us for tonight's edition of Straight Talk. And now your host... Art Levine. Good evening and welcome to Straight Talk. We have a great show for you tonight. Our guest for the entire show, direct from Washington, D.C., is our Congressman Dana Rohrbacher. Dana, welcome back to Straight Talk. Great to be with you. Give us a report on the deficit, the debt, the budget. Uh, we're spending money like it's going out of style. Well, six years ago, uh, the uh, level of deficit spending in the Congress was... Uh, $160 billion a year. That was considered a travesty, uh, a crime. Which it was. It, it was a crime against America's youth. Uh, in the last three years, it's been $1.5 trillion, 10 times the amount of, of deficit spending. And we, frankly, it's chaotic. Uh, we have been bailing out Goldman Sachs and big money people uh, are been, have been receiving, banks, et cetera, have been receiving tens of billions of dollars. And uh, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a tragedy Let's because go. our young people are going to be stuck with an extra uh, $1.5 trillion a year debt. Absolutely. But let's go back six years. We, uh, uh, under President Bush, we were fighting a war, which some agree with, some didn't. But we didn't tax to pay for that war. And normally when we enter a war, uh, taxes go up to pay for it. This was the first time in history... Uh, we didn't, and, and actually, that added a yeah. lot of debt actually, to fight that war. Actually, in the Vietnam War, we didn't raise taxes. Uh, Kennedy's tax cuts were cutting taxes at that time. But <laughs> as a as a conservative, I think you would yeah. agree that we should pay for what we're yeah. doing. It was a mistake to go into Iraq, and there's no doubt about that now. And I supported the president when he suggested it, but I assumed that he had a, a had a plan that was a workable plan. He did not and Bush let us down.
That cost us about a trillion dollars. But even if you agreed with going into the war, as, yeah. as you said you did at the time, but now, but regardless, if we're going to enter it, we should pay for it. Yeah. Well, just by the way, that's not part of the $1.5 trillion we're spending. Well, today. then we had the meltdown, yeah. which we and, could spend hours talking about. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, Obama yeah. inherited a mess. By, the, by the way, when you're talking about the war, I, uh, you, I hope you do know that the first Gulf War didn't cost us anything. No. We actually, uh, uh, Kuwait paid us back and Saudi Arabia kicked in. And we actually made money on that war. That war did not cost us a penny. This time, it cost us over a trillion dollars, 5,000 dead, or maybe 6,000. And uh, I was just over in Iraq. And I talked to the prime minister. And during our meeting, it was a big formal meeting, and I said, Mr. Prime Minister, my country is about to go into a crisis, uh, a financial crisis. Uh, you are going to be one of the richest countries in the world. You've got more oil and gas than Saudi Arabia. Will you help us out? I just said, when, whenever you become prosperous, I hope you will consider repaying that money. And, and he said, I remember reading the quote. Yeah, he acted like I had insulted him, and he, kicked, and he uh, sent word that I should be kicked out of the country. And he went out to the reporters afterwards and said, oh, yeah, we're grateful, but they're not going to get one red cent. Well, you know what? Uh, anything that uh, that uh, Iraq is going to get has to go through my committee, and we're not going to give them one more red cent. And not only will I not apologize, I think the American people ought to take a lesson from this. If people are not grateful for the help that we give them, we shouldn't be giving them any help. Well said. And just going back to Iraq War One, uh, we went in with overwhelming force, and the thing was over in in, in a flash. And uh, the Secretary of Defense under President Bush, under W, believed in going in light, and and and, and the planning was not good for the aftermath. Oh, see, I just totally disagree with that theory. Okay. Uh, because uh, the bottom line is, we shouldn't have gone in at all. Oh, okay. Okay, and going in, uh, what we should have done is what we have done that, that Ronald Reagan found so useful, and that is, you help the enemies of your enemy. Let the enemies of your enemy do the fighting. Don't send your own troops in. We, and what uh, we could have supported the Kurds, we could have supported Shiite generals there. If we had to get rid of Saddam Hussein, which is what Bush felt compelled to do, we could have done it a different way without sending our troops in. And to take your point one step further, our real existential enemy, and also that of Israel in that region, is Iran. Right. And Iraq was a counter to Iran. So what we did is weaken Iraq, a major enemy of our real enemy, Iran. Yeah. And, and, I, and I let me, mea culpa, the, I was a Republican. We had just gone through this situation in Afghanistan where we defeated the Taliban. And I, and I did support the president. The president asked for the support in that. I assumed that he had a, a plan that would work. He did not. And, uh, would you fault the, the Secretary price. of Defense for the planning then? Well, no, I wouldn't, because I'm sure the Secretary of Defense was following President Bush's uh, orders. Well, but the President doesn't plan these things. He, president, he, the, no, the President they, decides strategy, believe me. The president decides. But we have experts that we pay a lot of yeah. money for that should well, know these things. Well, let me give you an example. After 9-11, all the experts were telling uh, President Bush to go into Afghanistan through Pakistan using the Northwest provinces as our staging area. Well, as you know, I've got a long history in Afghanistan supporting the Mujahideen and then uh, 
I actually, during the 90s, I was in Afghanistan organizing a, a coalition against the Taliban. That coalition became the Northern Alliance. But all the experts that were advising the president wanted to go in with these heavy divisions from Pakistan, and the president made the decision that we should use the Northern Alliance and only put in special forces teams. That was a good call. It was a good call. I remember those guys on horses. That was a great shot. Uh, of I, uh, I knew all of them. I, in fact, I'm, I'm the proudest thing I've done in my career as a member of Congress was to ensure we didn't have that defeat, which it would have been had we come in uh, after 9-11 that way, but instead we had a victory by I introduced them to the guys who would do the fighting. And going back to Iraq for a second, regardless of whether we were right or wrong going in, once we were in and we were really stuck, uh, President Bush, against the advice of almost everyone, pushed for the surge, and that worked out well. Except that wasn't what did it. I mean, people think the surge of troops did it. It had nothing to do with that at all. What, the deals what, with the yeah, what, what, warlords. What, what happened with the uh, surge was that, yeah, we put in a bunch more troops, which we didn't have to do, but that was a cover for the amount of money that we were putting in to buy off various tribal leaders. Yeah, buying off tribal leaders is a good thing if oh. it saves <laughs> lives. Yeah. Great. It worked, it worked when we uh, defeated the Taliban. And I'm, I'm afraid that uh, George Bush got... He is somewhat responsible for the economic troubles that we have today. However, thank you, thank you. You yeah. heard it here from a Republican, yeah. long-time Republican. However, uh, Mr. President Obama has turned a bad situation into a catastrophe by and, doing what? Uh, by basically being as as irresponsible as George Bush was in getting us involved in Iraq. Obama has been irresponsible in in dealing and in, in, in shoveling billions of dollars out the door uh, with very little accountability. And what we have now is four and a half trillion dollars of debt that we didn't have before. Before Obama, that now what is the interest rate on, on four and a half yeah. trillion dollars? And by, by, and by the way, you, you look deep enough, he is hiring people by the thousands to come and wring money out of the population. IRS, more IRS agents, all of this thing about the health care, no one told you that six, there's going to be 6,000 more people to go into small business to make sure they're meeting all of the regulations. And uh, uh, this type of uh, uh, power grab has cost us dearly in our freedom and our prosperity. We'll be continuing this conversation after these messages. Stay with us. Supported by Edison International. Californians are getting to be old hands at year-round energy conservation. Part of our special awareness of the resources we all depend on. We're making the change to energy-efficient light bulbs, keeping warm-weather thermostats set to a comfortable 78 degrees, and giving major appliances the afternoon off. Because when it comes to energy conservation, it all adds up. Life powered by Edison. I want to improve my career opportunities. I want to earn a higher salary at my job. I'd like to finish what I started. The new Bachelor of Arts in Liberal Arts degree completion program at Cal State Long Beach will help you achieve your educational goals while keeping your life in balance. Contact our customer service center at 1-800-963-2250 for more information. 
or visit us on the web. Let CSULB help you finish what you started. This is Audrey Kerr, sharing with you just one of the 100 centennial moments we chose to mark this special occasion. Oil extraction in the harbor once caused the ground to sink by as much as 30 feet or more in some parts of the harbor. The solution to this subsidence, pumping salt water into the ground to keep it from sinking, is considered by all an engineering wonder. As your business searches for smart ways to save, don't forget about the one that's right in front of you. Switch to the Charter Business Bundle and you can save big without sacrificing a thing. Get reliable business telephone and high-speed internet with local support and great features. Power your business with great savings starting today. It's easy to pay less and get more. Call now and make a switch to the Charter Business Bundle. Continuing a conversation with U.S. Congressman Dana Rohrabacher, we were talking about the $4 billion of debt, Dana. What do we do? How do we get out of this mess? Because everyone knows instinctively that there comes a tipping point oh. where they just stop buying our paper and the whole thing well, and then collapses. Well, and what collapse means, people have to understand, that means their dollars become worthless. All of the savings is worthless. Total chaos in our economy because we the dollar doesn't mean anything anymore. So the meltdown might have been just a dry run for something even uh, worse. Oh, this uh, by how we handled the supposed meltdown. I, th I think the meltdown was a scare tactic in order to enrich very powerful financial. You voted interests. against the uh, every the bank one of them. Out. Every yeah. one of them. Yeah. And those banks that that uh, were in trouble should have been labeled. A, they should have let them go bankrupt. And they should have protected the depositor, not the bank. And instead, <laughs> these guys, they're giving themselves loads of money. Well, what do we have to do? The bottom line, let's recognize that this didn't, number one, we just talked about foreign policy. Uh, we wasted a trillion dollars in Iraq, et cetera. Well, we can't garrison the world anymore. We've got to go to those policies that have drained us. We have not been developing our own energy resources. This administration is just as bad as any liberal Democrat anti-energy administration you can imagine. You've got, uh, uh, we, have, we have not developed our own oil, our own gas, although we got it right offshore. We have not built one nuclear power plant. We haven't even built a hydroelectric dam in 30 years, much less an oil refinery. And we have an anti-energy policy. That helped a trillion dollars or two trillion dollars sent overseas. That helped get us involved in this problem. Let's solve those problems. And illegal immigration, which is have millions of people coming in here, bidding down wages, so the government isn't getting as much money in tax revenue, as well as our people are not earning as uh, highest wages. Wow, that's that's a lot to chew on. Yeah. But uh, you're not concerned with uh, like the Japanese nuclear meltdown. You favor more nuclear. We have. I'm a senior member of the science committee. We now have new technology, that is nuclear energy technology that cannot melt down. That cannot. In fact, it eats the waste from other reactors. We have all of the major problems uh, and minor problems that were associated with nuclear energy 20 years ago are solved. All we need to do is move forward. These small modular reactors are cheap, they're very safe, and again, there's no none of this leftover uh, waste to deal and with. And you mentioned drilling for oil. Uh, the show next week is going to deal with the BP oil disaster. I mean, that was a, an environmental catastrophe. No, it wasn't. 
No, it was it was bad. It was a bad thing. But uh, the people are, I'm eating shellfish from the Gulf right now. And what catastrophe. I can't do it, I'm kosher. Okay, well, <laughs> no, it was a bad thing to happen, and we've and we got to do everything we can to prevent it, uh, these things, and to punish the, and punish the people specifically who caused this. Our president shut down offshore oil drilling for all the guys that were doing it right. Yeah. All of it, and, and that, you don't do that. You punish the company that did it wrong. But that regulatory agency was a toothless tiger. They've disbanded it since the mineral well. They weren't. They weren't doing their job, yeah. and we, they should have been doing their job. But we can have offshore oil uh, wells but, that are safe. But broad, just macro view, we can't drill ourselves out of this problem. We still are going to be reliant on Middle Eastern oil. No, we can drill ourselves out of this problem, and we can build nuclear power plants coupled with nuclear power plants, coupled with hydroelectric dams, uh, coupled with solar and some of the new uh, uh, technologies, uh, uh, what they call reusables. You couple all of that together, we, we should never have been in this crisis. There's a lot of interest in California in, in solar and sure. renewable, and, and we could become a cutting edge. It could be a very profitable business well, for that's, California. Well, that's when, yeah. For example, I'm, I'm, develop, I'm working with, a, with an inventor right now who's developed a cover for the aqueduct that would be all solar that would then prevent uh, evaporation out of our aqueduct and at the same time uh, would create enough electricity to pay nice. for all of the pumping that is done to get the water down to us. There you go. And I'm working with him on that. And there's a lot of scientific answers to these problems, but they are not out of reach. We should have never have been in the pickle uh, that we got in, but we had an anti-energy policy for 30 years in this country. Under many presidents of both parties? Uh, I will tell you, under mo both parties share some of the blame, but the Republicans who share the blame are guys who are gutless to come up against the radical environmental movement, which is a left-wing democratic alliance, and Republicans' uh, presidents have been frightened, or not as presidents, but members of Congress have been frightened to go up against them. And, and put our country in jeopardy because we had no guts to say it makes no sense not to develop our own oil reserves. Okay, we'll be back. You don't want to miss the rest of this discussion. Bill Trainees mixes California style with continental cuisine that includes fresh seafood from around the world. Since Phil is the chef, the menu has a wide variety of pastas, salads, soups, and appetizers that feature his unique personal touch. And the Italian-American signature dishes are simply beyond delicious. You never know who you're going to run into at trainees, from the famous sports legends on the Wall of Fame to local celebrities having a drink at the bar. For the best fine dining experience, visit Phil Trainees. At Performance Plus Tire, you'll find we carry Toyo tires. For over 50 years, Toyo has been a world leader in the development of high-quality tires. Optimum performance, safety, and a comfortable ride. That's what makes Toyo tires great. And now come into Performance Plus Tire for a great deal on these Toyo tires. Proxies ST, Open Country AT, and Proxies 4. Toyo tires, driven to perform. Come in today and we'll install new Toyo tires on your vehicle while you wait. Performance Plus Tire on Cherry Avenue, one mile north of the 405 in Long Beach. When I was a boy growing up in Italy, I had a dream to own my own store. I came to the United States and I worked hard as a tailor. Hi, I'm Umberto. I've been in Long Beach since 1960, carrying the finest quality men's clothing. 
It was a long way away, but styles are just around the corner. Umberto, 2141 Belfar, Long Beach. People need a hero. They need something they can believe in. That's where Dog the Water Copper comes in. Oh, no! All right, you little trout sniffer. I've been watching you take a shower for the past 40 minutes. Think of all that water you're wasting. Well, I mean, that's really weird, dog. I'm totally naked right now. Continuing conversation with Congressman Rebecca representing the 46th Congressional District. We're going to switch gears here for a few moments. Uh, Congressman, you go each year, as do I, to that very moving Memorial Day service at Green Hills Memorial Park in well, Rancho actually, Palos Verdes. Actually, that's the first one I go to. I go to four different Memorial Day services uh, that day. I'm sort of on the run, but I always try to go to that one as well. Well, it's an incredibly beautiful service. It's a moving service, a tribute to our veterans, and you speak so passionately each year. Here's a photograph of you speaking uh, this most recent uh, Memorial Day. And uh, as is appropriate, you speak about uh, our freedoms and the debts we owe to the men and women who have served uh, in the armed forces. And just share with us your thoughts. Well, I, uh, I think that's an important part of my job is to express the gratitude of the people I represent, who have elected me to represent them, uh, to those people that they owe a debt of gratitude to. And who else do we owe more to than those people who have defeated those evil forces in the world? And uh, listen, this wonderful world that we live didn't just happen. It's not something that's natural for humankind to develop a wonderful life like we have. Nazism, Japanese militarism, communism all threatened us in the past and were thwarted, their evil intent on us were thwarted by human beings who stepped up with courage and stood in the way and, and stopped those forces. Just like today, uh, we have the evil force of radical Islam, and we've got, uh, yes, uh, perhaps a rising China threat as well. If we are going to be safe, if we're going to be prosperous, it's going to be because of our courage. And how do we show the people uh, who... Uh, who are defending us now, we honor those who defended us in the past. Well said. And um, the um, freedoms that we have, including the right to vote, we kind of take for granted. And it's not for granted. There was no, a lot of not. bloodshed to secure those freedoms. And sometimes we find that immigrants, legal immigrants, who come to our country appreciate those that things is absolutely, more than Americans do. That's absolutely the case. And you know what, what and as I've mentioned on, uh, at the, the day, is, uh, uh, on the Memorial Day, that if you are grateful for something, it's I have noted the relationship between happiness and gratitude. <clears throat> and if you are, I, I think that if we are more grateful for those gifts that we've got that were paid for by our military and, and by the strength and courage of, of our armed forces, as well as the wisdom of our founding fathers, if we are more grateful for that, I think we'd be a happier people. Those of us who are grateful are happy. And as you say, those immigrants who come here and don't take it at all for granted, they actually have a level of happiness uh, in being with us that, that is demonstrable. It's amazing because I've been teaching that for 20 years to my students that the secret of happiness is gratitude. Right. A deep and abiding sense of gratitude for all of our blessings no matter how much we have or how little. And I know, as I'm sure you do, 
rich people who are miserable. <laughs> right. If money does not buy it. And people of very modest means who seem to be quite content. And I'm convinced the answer <laughs> is this attitude of gratitude. Absolutely right. And you actually link that to the founding fathers <clears throat> that pursuit of happiness is in our founding documents. Well, let's face it, uh, Thomas Jefferson in the Declaration of Independence wrote about rights being given from God. And so we're grateful, that we, however we worship God, we're grateful for that. But he didn't put in there, which people wanted him to, life, liberty, and property. <laughs> he put in life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, yeah. which has shown such wisdom because you're indicating that, that happiness doesn't come just from property. Amen to that. We were very fortunate that at a critical time in our nation's history, we had a lot of very, very bright men, and they were virtually all men at that time, that put these documents together and, of course, fought the Revolutionary War and won it. We've been lucky that we've had uh, men and women ever since then who've uh, kept faith with those original founding fathers. And some of us believe that God looks after the United States of America. I, um, I think um, God, uh, God places a responsibility on us, those of us who believe in God, to do what's right. And that strength and courage uh, has given the United States of America the ability to thwart evil, whether it's Nazism, communism, Japanese militarism, radical Islam, we have been able to thwart that evil because of the strength that God has given us. Well said. We'll be back with the remaining portions of our show after these messages. Welcome to McKenna's on the Bay, where fine dining is complemented with a breathtaking view. McKenna's is a restaurant of incredible ambiance, providing service and cuisine with style, class, and romance. The menu offers a variety of appetizers, serious seafood, prime steaks and oyster bar, and specialty entrees for either lunch or dinner. McKenna's on the Bay features patio dining, nightly entertainment, and two banquet facilities. No matter what your occasion, McKenna's on the Bay is like being on vacation. Join us today at McKenna's on the Bay. Founded in 1976, Polly's Gourmet Coffee is Southern California's most complete gourmet coffee store. Polly's has the best tasting coffee, freshly roasted every day right in the store. Plus a wide selection of teas, an in-house bakery, espresso bar, patio dining, and more. We also offer Wi-Fi, free internet access for all of our customers. Our nationwide clientele agree, when it comes to coffee, there's only one name to remember, Polly's. 4606 East 2nd Street, welcoming you into Belmont Shore. who are closest to you, from our family to yours. McCarty's Jewelry, since 1932. How do you like your chances the rest of the week? I got no idea. But I do know that if we stay with Naples Rib Company, at least we won't go hungry. Coach, what do you think about some of those questionable calls tonight? Oh, yeah, but if you want a sound call, I'd call Naples Rib Company. You can't miss on that call. Then Naples Rib Company is part of your game plan? There really is nothing more motivating than a great barbecue meal at Naples Rib Company. Victory or not, Naples Rib Company, great game plan. 
Thank you, Congressman, for uh, joining us. I know you guys uh, may be in session in August during your normal vacation because that debt limit thing may come up to, to bite us. But uh, closing thoughts to our, to our viewers. Well, we've got serious challenges, and, but our country has always had serious challenges. It looked a lot worse several times in our country's history. And uh, we have two things, uh, not only the spirit of our people, but two things that I think that are going to pull us out of this. Number one, uh, we are courageous people and we are an inventive people. And we have new technologies that will produce more wealth and, and, and help us work our way and, and produce more wealth our way out of this challenge that we've got. And it will also keep us safe from our enemies. So America's creativity and genius, whether it's new types of nuclear energy, new types of solar energy and things such as that, uh, we have, uh, and we've got new space uh, capabilities. Uh, I am uh, very confident that we can come out of this. Uh, uh, technology and freedom will save us as it has in the past. Congressman, thank you for that. Thank you uh, for that optimistic note on the last show of our uh, uh, season in the beginning of our 20th anniversary season, and uh, have a great summer. Thank you. And thank you for joining us. Please be with us next week for the next edition of Straight Talk. Good night, everyone. Straight Talk has been brought to you by Southern California Edison, the Press-Telegram, and remember, Straight Talk is viewable worldwide 24-7 at straighttalktv.com.